Welcome back to the Jack and John podcast. We are so glad you're here. Yes, I'm Jack. And I'm John. And we're on a mission to help you focus on Christ. So I've asked Jack this this week to share a story with us that really helps you understand what it what it does when you focus on Christ and on others instead of yourself. I, I love this story, Jack. I'm turning it over to you. Okay. Well, let me first of all say uh, this story is about a wonderful Christian man, and his wife was a beautiful Christian woman, and uh, he was in his last week of life. And there are a lot of issues with that. There's medications. He had cancer, uh, sadly. Um, But anyway, I don't know all the ramifications of it, but I will tell you the story the way it happened, and I will let you know that I called his wife yesterday which was a great conversation. I talked to her, great friend, love her to death, wonderful Christian woman, and got her blessing to share this story. So I'm not going to use names, but I'm going to tell you exactly what happened, okay? It was last year, uh, middle of the year, and I got a call uh, from this couple, and he was very ill. It was his uh, last moments of life, and I knew that. I'd been ministering to them. Uh, But he started crying uh, out to God. And what he was doing was he was saying, I just want to die. God, just let me die. I just want to die. And it was continual, uh, continually crying like that and crying to, to let God have him die. And uh, no one could quiet him down. No one could stop him. And, and uh, his wife was just so distraught. And so now I'm called in as the pastor to try to help. And uh, I, I tried everything I knew to do and things I didn't even know what I was doing uh, to try to calm him down. I tried to read scripture. I prayed. I tried to reason with him. John, I even sang to him. And uh, I don't think I've ever done that in a ministry situation. Just started singing. And what the song was... Uh, oh, my hand all the way. Every hour, every day, from here to the grave, unknown. Take my hand, let me stand where no one stands. spontaneous not too bad (laughs) i I gotta say jack sang professionally for most of his life and was a worship pastor at our church at Mm -hmm. mount pleasant for what 10 years 10 Mm -hmm. years and uh we've been great friends but in the last 10 years you haven't really sung Mm. um and part of that is uh if you don't mind me saying no go ahead Jack has Parkinsonism, and um, that sort of seizes you up in some respects. Um, you get some rigidity, and that affects your singing, sometimes yeah. your speech. Um, if, and, if you all notice, sometimes my eye goes closed. Mike uh, Bridgewater, my friend, said, what is wrong with your eye? And, I, and, and it's, um, it's his Parkinson's. Sometimes you might see my hand, and that's hard to... Hard to live with, but it's uh, a part, something you, you accept. And right. uh, I remember the doctor, when she diagnosed me, my neurologist, she said, uh, what are you going to do? 
you have Parkinson's. What are you going to do? And I went, live my life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> what can I do, right? Right. So, so anyway, I said it not to point that out, but, you know, it's great. Even just that little <laughs> clip, it's great to sing with you. We have so many good memories of us singing together. And so I picture my good friend Jack singing to this man. I did. I sang that song because I was just trying. I said, God, uh, use me. What, what will help? I didn't realize how the much. The song didn't help, by the well, way. Well, it helped. No. But, but no, no, no. Yeah, the singing was horrible. <laughs> What, who, who that song did help was his wife. Yes. Because as I sang it to him, I looked over and just tears were streaming down her face. And uh, then she said to me, uh, I want you to sing that song at his funeral. Wow. And I hadn't really sung a solo for about 10 years. And I said, no, I don't have a voice. Please. So what do you do? Right. So uh, I did. I yeah. sang that song. Can I finish that part of the story? I didn't. Yeah, no, go for, please, please do uh, it. So let me just tell you what happened. I try to be humble about any kind of singing, and this is what I believe. Uh, I don't know if this was John or not, but I told a friend like John how I felt that I wasn't a very good singer and never was uh, th- that great of a singer. Uh, I um, was just, I don't know, given this opportunity uh, to, to sing. And, and I said, but I just don't think I'm a very good singer. He said to me, well, you've made a pretty good living at it. Yeah. And I went, you're right. Yeah. <laughs> I probably yeah. never thought about that. I was just yeah. thinking, feeling sorry for myself. <clears throat> but uh, I believe that God really gave me the strength to sing that song because uh, I just said, God, you're going to have to do this because my voice was breaking and cracking and I couldn't hold it. And uh, interestingly enough, it held that day. And I had someone come up to me after the service, never had anyone say this to me before. And he came up and he said, I just wanted you to know that I've made my living in music. He said, I've been in choirs. I've been, I've sung solo. I've been, I'm educated in music. uh, I've done music all my life. And I just wanted to tell you, this is what he said, that you singing today, that was the clearest tone I've ever heard. He said, you were right on pitch. And he said, your voice was so strong. He said, I just wanted to say that to you. And all of those things were the things that I worried about in trying to sing again. And uh, I don't know. I just thought God gave me him and God gave me the voice. He gave you that moment. And he gave me that moment uh, to be able to do something that I didn't think I could do. But anyway, now let's go back to the story. Um, So I'd sung and I tried everything. And I was sitting back. I'd taken an elder with me to their house, and my associate was there. And they shared, and we prayed, and we tried everything. And he just kept crying. I just want to die. And I was began to pray, and I just began to pray something like, okay, Lord, this is yours. Because I've been in ministry a long time, but I, I just don't know how to, I don't know what to do. And so he gave me that inspiration we were talking mm-hmm. about, and I I move my chair right up to him. He's laying on this bed and I'm sitting right here. And I called out his name and I said, you know what? I'm not going to kill you today. And everybody in the room, there are a lot of people in the room and they said, what is he doing? (laughs) No, I'm not going to kill you. And I don't think your wife's going to kill you. And none of your friends are going to kill you. I don't think you're going to be murdered today. And he looked at me like I was crazy. And I said, you see, God is in control of your life. God is going to determine the moment and the time that he takes you, that Jesus comes for you. I said, but you know, 
you have a nephew and your wife told me that he's coming to see you this week. And she told me that he's not a Christian. And I said, um, do you want him to come into this house and have you as a solid Christian man crying out that you want to die? Or does he want to see faith in your life? And I said, and called his name again. I'm probably going to perform your funeral this week. Now, how many times would you say oh, that wow. to someone? I'm going to perform your funeral this week. I'm going to preach your memorial service. And I asked him, I said, what do you want me to say about you? And, and when I asked him that question, he kind of went sober. He went and he started to think. And I said, just what, what would you want me to tell people about you? And he said, well, I haven't always been a Christian. First thing he said, I haven't always been a Christian. And I said, okay. I said, uh, I got you. you I, know, I know your life. You didn't always live for Christ. You, you know, you wandered some. But, but he said, but when I came to Jesus, he said, he changed my life. He said, he changed my life. And now I'm ready to go to heaven. And I know he's going to come for me. And I just pray that when he comes for me, that I'll be ready to enter into and hear well done. And I said, that's beautiful. That's your testimony. And then I said it back to him, maybe in a little few different words. But I said, so you want me to say you weren't always a Christian. But when Jesus Christ came to you, when you opened your heart to him in faith, believing that he saved your soul. And he gave you hope and help to live this life. And you have the promise that soon he's going to come Very and he's soon. going to take wow. you into his presence yeah. to live forever with him. And he said, this is what he said, say that again. <laughs> and he said to his wife, give me a piece of paper. <laughs> write give this me a pencil. Down. I want to write this down. I said, brother. You said it. I just repeated back what you said. And the whole attitude of the, of the room changed. Yeah. And he began to write. I said it again. And he began to write it down. And John, I tell you that everything changed when that man focused off of himself and the pain and what he was facing onto someone who didn't know Christ. Yeah. And then he was going to be the one on his deathbed that was going to share the hope of heaven that he had. It was powerful. It was powerful. I got, I got goosebumps. <laughs> I got goosebumps. Yeah. First time Jack told me that story, I got goosebumps and I just did right mm. then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of what, what we live for. And we talk about is the hope that we have in every aspect of life uh, to be able to live this difficult world sometimes and difficult days that God gives us the, the strength. And, you know, I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. You talked earlier about that. That doesn't mean we're going to, you know, go fly. But it means that all the things that I need to do, that I need to, God will give me strength to make it through another day. Yeah. Even through the day of our death. Yeah. I mean, when Jesus, uh, when, when the Apostle Paul is telling that verse, when he's writing that, he's just got done talking about all the horrible things he's had to go through. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I can do all these things, I can you know, get Paul, through anything. Paul was depressed. stoned, and the way they stoned, they, the last stone was a big boulder they threw on their heads. 
And he got up and walked out of, out of the town. He was shipwrecked. He was in danger. That's what it said. I was in right. danger in the night, in the open sea. He spent time in the open sea. Can you imagine? Right. Not, I mean, we're talking floating in the open sea. Right. Uh, fear, danger. Uh, he got bit by a snake uh, on an island, a poisonous snake. Um, he didn't die, but I'm sure that hurt, right? Yeah. Uh, all of these things that we just can't imagine. And uh, yet he stayed oh, just, just amazing. And then we complain over a headache. You know, or, or the fact that we, we don't have enough. We need more, you know. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, you're fine. You know, I, I, I want to say something because when we were doing the last episode, um, there was something that you had said that reminded me of the song that we actually sang at Karen. Yes, my Karen's wife's funeral. Yeah, she did. Um, and it was that song. Um, yeah, I'm, pr- I'm pressed. We're pressed, but not crushed. Persecuted, Persecuted not but abandoned. not abandoned. Uh, and then there's a place at the end of that song uh, uh, where you're saying, I'm lost without you. Ooh, and you're yeah. just singing that phrase over again. I'm lost without you. This is the air I breathe. This is the song I sing. Um, you know, when I get to my end, I want that to be the song that's on my heart. Amen. You know, and and I want uh, anybody who's coming to visit me on my deathbed, not to hear me crying out, God, just let me die. But God, you have let me live. Amen. You have let me live. And I want to thank you so much for this life that you've given me that I wouldn't have had without you for all those everyday moments, for getting me through all those tough times. You know, I heard, um, uh, I heard Israel Houghton sing that uh, Trading My Sorrows yeah. that you just mentioned. And you guys ought to go on YouTube and, and get this. He did something to it that I loved. And I said, boy, I wish I was a worship minister again so I could add that to Trading My Sorrows. But I want to share it with yeah. you because it just really touched me. Uh, joy comes in the morning. Is yes. what it says. What is morning? Yes. What is the morning? Well, it's uh, morning. I got up this morning at 530, thanks to you guys, to come in here, right? 530 in the morning. But it was morning. And so what do you do when, when the I, alarm goes off? You got up that early. I would expect that he looked better. But I have to take <laughs> But I had to take care of the dogs. Oh, there you go. <laughs> not focusing on yourself. I got it. I got it. But, uh, but anyway, so Israel Houghton says, you know, what is morning? Well, it's, it's when you get up in the morning, but, but it's more than that. In the Bible, joy comes in the morning, yeah, right? And day. so he added this to it. He said, joy is here. Wake up. Joy <laughs> is here. So he said, say to the person next yeah. to you, touch him and say, hey, wake up. <laughs> wake up. Yeah. You know, sometimes we need to spiritually wake up. Yes, we do. Why? Because joy is here. Wake up. That's right. Joy is here. Wake up to joy today. That's, anyway. I probably shouldn't have shared that. You no, can edit that's that. Great. Out. <laughs> that's great. So, yeah, joy so, is here. What? Yeah. This is kind of rough down here. Yeah, but joy yeah, is here. Joy is here. Right? Wake up. See the so. joy. <laughs> anyway, got, thanks, yeah. thanks for sharing that story, Jack. <laughs> hey, speaking of, I want to hear from you your story. If there's a story that you think is going to help other people, please share it with us. Um, we love your comments and. Uh, that would be something great that, that would help us help others to focus on Christ. Amen. So share your stories with us. Connect at jackandjohnpodcast.com. Our website, jackandjohnpodcast.com. Pretty much everything that's out there is Jack and John 
podcast.com. So, you know, like Facebook forward slash. Yeah, you get it. Anyway, thank you guys for watching and listening. We love you and we're there for you because our mission is to help you focus on Christ. Amen. Thanks again. God bless you.